We are studying church discipline in this class. We've taken a break from, from 2 Corinthians and studying church discipline. We brought the ladies' class in with us. And uh, I tried to promise you ladies that we would uh, only have two lessons. We had one last week. We've got one this week. And so I know there were a lot of side lessons, uh, very important things that we need to talk about, Something that I, things that I won't shy away from. Uh, but uh, to fulfill the mandate that the elders had for me to... Uh, uh, teach this class, um, I want to get to the point where we put some things on the board that we understand that we need to do. So if we start going off on side things, what I'm trying to do is get to the how. Let me stop talking and, and, and get to the lesson. Uh, we've looked at these supporting scriptures. We looked at Matthew chapter 18 last week, and we were looking at supporting scriptures uh, as well. Uh, just review Matthew 18 we meet alone. If I have a problem with you, uh, we meet alone. Uh, you know, if we can't work out that problem, if you still won't listen to me, uh, let's pretend that you do have a problem. There is a problem that you have. You won't listen to me. We meet alone. And then uh, I take others with me, and we discuss it as well. We try to get to the, to the root of the problem. If we can't work it out then with others, uh, then we tell it to the church. We tell it to the assembly is the word that's used there for church, ecclesia. It's the word that's used from uh, this verse all the way to Revelation. It's the same word is used every time. And again, we'll talk more about that word if you want to. We'll talk more about this particular passage if you want to, but not at this particular time. We can, use, we can, uh, we can uh, even go into next week with this lesson. The ladies can go back to the ladies' class if you want to, okay? We're going we're gonna to talk about it, but we're, we'll, we'll, we may say it for another time. We understand what the church means. It means the assembly. We bring it before the assembly. We're to bring it before the church itself. Then we're to have nothing to do with that person if they won't listen to the church. We're to have nothing to do with that person according to Matthew chapter 18. Uh, We've looked at different passages of scriptures. We looked at Romans chapter 16 verse 17 uh, if somebody would, go ahead and be turning to uh, Galatians chapter 6, verse 1, Titus chapter 3, verse 10, 2 Corinthians chapter 2, verse 6. Uh, we looked at Romans chapter 16, verse 17 last week, and we, note, we, we noticed that the, that the Scripture said uh, that we're supposed to note that person, we're supposed to mark that person. Uh, uh, there was, a, there was a, the mention of a letter last week. We're not going to discuss letters right now either. Okay, we'll discuss them at the end, and I'll show you why in just a minute, okay? I'll show you why in just a minute. It's not that I'm skirting it at all, not just trying to fulfill, again, what, what I'm supposed to be doing in this class. We're supposed to note that person, mark that person. There's supposed to be uh, uh, no division in the body, and someone who divides the body, well, there's really no greater evil. First uh, Corinthians chapter 5, verse 5, we found that we were to deliver that person to Satan. Uh, we're not to keep company with that person, not even to eat. Uh, we're supposed to be able to judge as the church and put away a person who is, uh, who is uh, uh, not in keeping with the Lord's commands. Then we looked at 2 Thessalonians chapter 3, verse 6, where it is the specific command to withdraw. A specific command to withdraw uh, from, from those who walk disorderly. And um, we look at verse 10 of that. Uh, somebody, if you would, uh, turn there. I, I want you to read from 2 Thessalonians chapter 3, verse 6 through 15, if you will. 2 Thessalonians chapter 3, verses 6 through 15. 
forgot that I wanted to go there. Second Thessalonians chapter 3, verses 6, again through 15. In this particular passage, we see the command to withdraw. In verse 10, those who won't work, don't eat. We've heard that particular passage uh, a lot in our lives. Uh, We're talking about the busybodies, verse 11. Uh, Verse 13, uh, excuse me, verse 14, uh, note that person. Don't keep company with that person. Uh, Verse 15, don't count him as an enemy, but admonish that person. Galatians chapter 6, verse 1, if somebody would please read that. These are all passages that support... Matthew chapter 18, the, the command and the command to withdraw and, the, and the, the, the way we go about it, okay? These, these are passages that tell us what we need to do, okay? Galatians chapter 6, verse 1, please. So what are we supposed to do according to this particular passage? We, if someone's caught in a trespass, we're to, we're to restore that person in a manner of what? Gentleness, exactly, in a manner of gentleness. Titus chapter 3, verse 10. Someone please read that. Reject the divisive man after the first and second admonition. So this is a specific something that's going on. What's the specific something? Someone's being... Divisive, and you're supposed to reject that man after the first time. Now, who's giving the admonition? Who's admonishing this person? Well, he's he's writing to Titus, of course. We've got to keep everything in context. He's writing to Titus about how to set up churches, right? How to set things up. Am I correct? He's told him how to, you know about elders, right? He's talking about deacons, right? How to set things up. And this is how you're supposed to act. This is what you're supposed to do. That's Titus chapter 3, verse 10. Reject a divisive man after the first and second admonition. Uh, we're going to reconcile that. Uh, there, there have been some that say, well, that didn't agree with, with uh, Matthew chapter 18, where you go to a person alone, and then you have a... You have a um, uh, some people go with you, as we've seen, and then uh, bring it before the church. This, this, 
Seems a little bit quicker. We'll talk about that. 2 Corinthians chapter 2, verse 6. What I'm trying to get to is what do we do as a, as a, as a church? And, and, and I'll explain that in just a minute. 2 Corinthians chapter 2, verse 6. Somebody please read that. This was a majority punishment. Again, this was talking about 1 Corinthians chapter 5 where the man had his father's wife. He had his, his uh, stepmother. Uh, he'd taken his stepmother as a wife. Uh, this, was, this was not even heard of among the Gentiles. This was a, a sin. And uh, the conclusion of this is talked about here in, in 2 Corinthians. What happened to this person? The majority inflicted punishment so there was a minority that didn't. Okay? That's the, the assumption there. There was a minority that, that didn't do what the majority did. Okay? If you've got a majority, then you've got a minority. All right? So we've got, we're going to talk about that as, as well. Who is the minority there? 1 Timothy chapter 1, verses 19 and 20. If somebody would please read that. And 1 Timothy chapter 5, verse 14. And 1 Timothy chapter 6, verse 1. Again, these are all supporting scriptures that tell us what we need to do as a church if discipline is warranted. Uh, 1 Timothy chapter 1, verses 19 and 20. Someone please. They were delivered to who? They were delivered to Satan. We're going to talk about what that means, okay? What's it mean to be delivered to Satan? Somebody, uh, 1 Timothy chapter 5, verse 14. Okay. Adversaries outside the church, we should give them... No foothold to do what? Speak reproach against the church. Exactly. Why? What have we learned about our job? We're supposed to protect the church, aren't we? We're supposed to protect the church. Hold her up to high esteem. She's the bride of Christ. First uh, Timothy chapter 6, verse 1. Somebody read that. So we're supposed to keep ourselves um, in good report. We're supposed to keep ourselves as servants, it says here. We're supposed to count uh, our, our, our master worthy of honor. Our master is Jesus Christ. Uh, he is worthy of all honor. His doctrine and his name, the name of God, shouldn't be blasphemed. Okay, uh, That's a, another reason why we should... Um, uh, we should practice discipline. Uh, someone please read Second Peter chapter two, verse two. The truth is going to be blasphemed, isn't it? Many are going to fall. The truth is going to be blasphemed, and so we, as a congregation, we have to watch out for the church. We've got to watch out for each other. We've got to do good unto all men, right? Especially those of the household of faith. All right. We're going to try to look at the who, the what, the when, the why, uh, the where, the why, the how. 
But what I really want to look at right now is the how. How, and I'm going to write this on the board. Remember, we said what we were going to do is we were going to look at the Scriptures. Let me grab this piece of paper and write it down the way I wrote it. How should we act when someone's actions are brought before the My example I used last week was, I've been beating my wife. Sean came to me. Sean came to me and he said, man, you can't beat your wife anymore. You've got to stop doing that. And I don't listen to him. So he brings some others with me, with him. He brings Eric and, and, and Jennifer. Man, you've got to stop beating your wife. I won't listen. Elders of the congregation decide, hey, y'all have talked to him. Y'all have done what you were supposed to do. We've got to bring this before the church. Dana's in danger. Chad's in danger. Church is in danger. We've got to do something. I've been brought before the church. What does that mean? What do you do to me? Stop right there. What Pat said, let's break down what Pat said right there. First thing he said was the church is supposed to reach out. Would everybody agree that that's what we individually, we make up the church, right? We're not just, the church is not just the building, right? The church isn't the building, really. This is the church's building, the church building. We're, the church is the people. We understand that, right? We're not having to have to go back and teach that. We're the church as individuals. What Pat said, could we agree that I could write up on this board that we're supposed to reach out to me? Anybody have an objection to that, that you're supposed to reach out to me? Okay, if I don't see any objections, I'm going to write that on the board, okay? I'm going to write that on the board. Reach out. Okay, Pat, what else did you say, the second part of that, of what you said? Admonish, exactly. What's that mean, admonish? You need to tell me, hey, you need to stop beating your wife. Encourage and instruct. Admonish, you pat. So, we, so anybody have an objection to where I put admonish? We understand what admonish means, right? Could I, could I put admonish? If you don't want me to put admonish up on the board, raise your hand. And, and really, you're not going to be vilified. I'm not gonna, you're, we're we're going to talk about it, okay? If I shouldn't put admonish on the board, raise your hand. Okay, well, I'm going to put admonish on the board. Reach out, admonish. From what we've read, from what we've read, how should we act when someone's actions are brought before the church? 
This is important, folks. It's important. The last time it was done here, let me tell you what happened. Everybody flew away in the 80s. Boom, you were gone. That can't happen. That can't happen. If we're the fellowship that we say we are, if we're the fellowship that we go out and we preach to everyone, we can't have that. Okay? That's the reason why this is so important. That's the reason why these elders want you to understand what your role is. Okay? So, how should we act when someone's actions are brought before the church? We're to reach out. We're to admonish. What else are we to do? Not treat them as an enemy, okay, but as a brother. Okay, so what, what, what does he mean by that? that? That's found in where we t- talked about in, in Thessalonians, chapter, 1 Thessalonians chapter 2, verse, um, <clears throat> verse 15. Is that what it was? 2 Thessalonians chapter 3, verse 15. That's what it is. Don't count them as an enemy, but admonish. Okay, don't count them as an enemy. Is your brother your enemy? Is your, am I your enemy? So there's got to be, what, what's the motive behind this now? Is it revenge? It is. It, it is. And what else is the motive behind it though? There's, what's the motive? Gain a soul. What's the motive behind that gaining of the soul though? Love. Got to be. Where, who said that? It's got to be. Ding, ding, ding. It's got to be love. It's got to be love for the church because we don't want the church to look bad. We don't want the church to be talked about badly. It's got to be love for that person. It's love for, it's love for me. It's love for Dana. It's love for my family. It's love for this family. That's the whole motive behind it, okay? It's love for all that. It's love for all that. Yes, sir. Exactly. That's, that's where I was getting at. Someone said that, you know, we should, hey, I really miss you at church. Well, it goes beyond, hey, I miss you at church, doesn't it? It goes, it goes to, hey, you're beating your wife. You need to stop it, Chad. That's against God's law, Chad. What are you doing, Chad? Come on, man. You're better than that, Chad. Okay? That's what that means. But Brother Avert said it's a little stronger than just, oh, we were sure to miss you. We sure do love you. Okay? All right? Does everybody understand? Everybody agree with that? If you don't agree with that, raise your hand. If you don't think admonish should go that strong, raise your hand. Because we put it up there. We're to reach out. We're to admonish. We're to treat them as, as a brother. They're not an enemy. Okay? How would I write that up on the board? How would I write that up on the board? Just, just that very exact way, right? Reach out. Admonish. Um, don't treat as an enemy. There's something about me that's wrong. There's something about me that's off. Something about me that's sick if I'm beating my wife. Any kind of sin, it's sin sickness is what it is, isn't it? It's a sin sickness. I'm sick if that's what I'm doing. Okay? We, 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 you know, this, this is somebody that, that needs help. Needs our help. Would you agree with that? 
What else? What else? We're getting into the how of what we're supposed to do. And then we're going to talk some more about other things, okay? Some of the finer points, maybe. Would that be it? Okay, sorry. Go ahead. Mm-hmm. Restore in gentleness. This is not time for hollering, is it? This is a time to go to that person. And like brother, I read with Brother Avery, point it out. But it's not just Eric's responsibility. It's your responsibility. It's your responsibility, and it's your responsibility, Miss Ladon, and it's your responsibility, Miss Kathy, and it's your responsibility, Kevin. It's everyone's responsibility. This is the church we're talking about, okay? This is the church we're talking about. It's all of our responsibility to do this. It works if we work it. Okay? Yes, sir. Duh. Right. Right, Pat. What you said was really true. What, that is beautiful. Think about that. Think about that. If every one of you came to me, you came to me personally, said, Chad, well, you can't do that. You can't. How could I stand up under that? How could I withstand that? I'm just a, I'm just a man. I'd have to be pretty hard-hearted to stand up under that, wouldn't I? Had to be pretty. Yes, sir. It, Oh, prayer is, is most certainly a, in, in a part of it. Yes, sir. Prayer is most certainly a part of it. Um, um, right. Well, this is well. We're, we're, this is when this is before this is before we've turned them over to Satan. This is before we've turned them over to Satan. I'm getting there. I'm getting there. Prayer is good. Could we all agree that prayer is good anytime. To pray with this person, I, I, I believe. I believe prayer is. It's not really borne out on each one of these instances, but it it talks about praying without ceasing. You know, um, uh, so I, I would say, would anybody object if I put prayer up here? Okay. So, before I get to my next question, okay, if you think of something else. We'll come up with it again. We've got a few things up here. I want to I go over these just a minute more, and then I want to ask you another question. How should we act here at Fountainhead when someone's actions are brought before the church? We should reach out. That means we're to restore them in, in gentleness. We're to reach out. We're to admonish. We're supposed to tell them, hey, this is, what, this is what we've been brought to us. Is this what's going on? Wow, man, how, how can you do that? You know, talk this out with this person. Admonish this person. Reach out to this person. Try to restore them with gentleness. Uh, don't treat them as an enemy because they're, they're not an enemy. You haven't put them away yet. That's not what this is about. 
Okay? They're still in the fellowship. It's not what this is about. Okay? And pray. Of course, we would all want to pray. We would want to pray with them. That would be a good thing to do right then is to pray with that person as you admonish them, as you treat them gently. That's a gentle, wonderful thing to do with someone. Okay, let me ask you another question real quick because we're running out of time. And I want these, I know you ladies, y'all want to go back to your, your class. We can discuss some of these other things later. All right, let me write this question up. How should we act when someone's actions require withdrawal of our fellowship. It's been brought before the church. I won't listen to you. I'm still doing the same old, same old. I don't care what you say. I don't care. I don't care about what you say. I could care less. Every one of you been to me is what I do. Okay? What, am I, what are you supposed to do? Treat him like a heathen. What's that mean? It's a heathen and a tax collector. What's that mean? How are we supposed to treat this person? Treat him like a heathen and a tax collector. Exactly right, but that's what the Bible says. But what that mean? We've defined it. That's what we've been doing throughout reading all these different, different uh, supporting scriptures. What's that mean? What would you say, Brother Shockley? What would you say? Just what'd you say? Don't eat with them. That's one thing. Heathen and a tax collector means we're to have no social interaction with this person. Okay? Can anybody that would disagree, I'm gonna put no social interaction up here. Have no social interaction. I'm gonna put that on the board. Okay? If anybody disagrees with that, just raise your hand. Okay? Raise your hand. If you disagree, okay. Have no social interaction. Okay? Don't even eat. Uh, you know, there, there's so many different ways. Let's look back at some of these scriptures here. Let's look back at uh, Romans chapter 16, verse, verse 17. We're supposed to Mark or note that person, aren't we? Isn't that what the scriptures say? Post to, post to mark them. Okay? That's what the, I'm putting this up here because this is what the scriptures say. We would all agree with the Bible is right, don't we? We agree the Bible is right. So I'm going to put these up there. We're supposed to deliver them to Satan. That's part of the have no, keep no company with them. That's 1 Corinthians chapter 5, verse, uh, 
Verse 5, verse 9, do not keep company. Verse 11, do not even eat. Put them away, verse 12, it says. So we are to deliver them to Satan. Put them away. Put them away. Of Second Thessalonians chapter 3, verse 6 says, We're commanded to withdraw from such a person. Uh, verse 14 says, Note that person, don't keep company, don't count them as an enemy, but admonish. Don't count them as an enemy, but admonish. That's really, really more for, for the... Uh, we're still supposed to admonish that person, aren't we? Even though that really should be... That shouldn't be for the first one question I asked. That should be for the second question I asked. We're, you know, even though you have withdrawn your fellowship from me, you see me in the food line, just picking that one, you see me in the food line, you should say, Chad, man... I don't know why, I don't know what you're thinking. What are you thinking leaving the church like that? What are you thinking uh, still beating your wife? What are you thinking not getting a hold of your sin? I mean, we've left you. We've withdrawn from you. How could you let that happen? Yes, sir. You know, I can't, you know, what good would that do me? What good would that do me? That's, that's, that's exactly right. I, I'm, asking, I'm kind of making your question a rhetorical question. What good would that do me? It wouldn't do me any good. It's like telling your child, it's like telling your child, um, okay, you're grounded, you go get in your bed. Well, then you go in there just five seconds later and say, oh, I'm sorry, you going up. Well, they hadn't learned anything. They hadn't learned a thing. What were you going to say? Sure. What, what good does it do that those who are outsiders who see that happen? Right? Yeah. Yeah. That's true. Can you admonish him on a golf course? Hmm. Sure it is. Oh yeah. Well, most certainly. Pray without ceasing. That's the what I put on the sign out there. I said, "Finish this. Pray without dot dot dot." You know, I want you to finish the the verse there. Pray without. Pray without ceasing. So we're supposed to have no social interaction with this person. If it comes to this, if the elders come up front here and they say, listen, we've tried, we've tried, but Chad won't change. He won't listen to y'all. He wouldn't listen to us when we had a meeting with him. He wouldn't listen to Sean when, when Sean had a meeting with him. He won't listen. So we've got to, we've got to withdraw from Chad. We've got to withdraw our, our love and our fellowship from him in this assembly. Pat. That's true, and we're going to get. We are going to get. Let's let's talk about it now. You ladies, y'all can go back to your class for next week. Let's hold this class over for just one more class. Can I do that? 
Can I do that? One more class, because there's some questions that I want to tie up that we didn't get to. Uh, and there was just no, there was no way to get to those questions and answer them in any amount of time, okay? Uh, th- that some of you had from me last week, okay? So I wanted to get to this, how do we do this? And I think I, fu- have I, elders, have I fulfilled what y'all wanted to do in this class? Have I fulfilled it? The, the congregation now understands what we are supposed to do if someone's brought before the church or if someone has had fellowship withdrawn from them. Okay? Thank you.